0: Carrie, and I'm Stephanie, and this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast.
1: Hey everyone, this is episode five. We are going to be doing a review of the second two, so third and fourth, fall harvest movies on Hallmark. The first one being Country at Heart and the second one being My Best Friend's Bouquet. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Stephanie, would you like to start us off with Country at Heart?
0: yes i will okay so country at heart is about a struggling country singer aka jesse tram who meets a nashville songwriter niall Mater, in need of inspiration teaming up they write a song and their work gets complicated but results in both a hit song and true love so this was a pretty cute movie i liked it definitely better than the daisy hills and the look lodge i don't know if it really was better or just because You know, we had such low standards, (laughs) such bad luck with the past (laughs) two, that it just had to be better. But I liked it. I liked the storyline, music to an extent. I'll just jump right in here, I guess, and start with the music. So I don't know about you, but the, the lyrics for the songs, they were so, like, cliche country. I was like, can we get any more country in here's like small town girl in my truck singing with my dog <laughs> like
1: i feel like country music now is either almost doesn't sound country or is completely cr- cliche country and i feel like they almost felt like they had to go cliche country to mm-hmm. make sure that you knew that it was country even though there is country in the title of the movie
0: <laughs> yeah you're right, because there's like pop country, which I I still think it sounds country, but you know some people are purists or whatever, and they're like, "That's not country," right? So then it goes like totally on the far side where it's like twanging everywhere and whatever, which makes me think that so Jesse's voice it was it was okay, I guess it wasn't terrible. It didn't make me laugh though, whenever. Niall Mater's character heard her for the first time at the bar when she's singing on stage. And he's like, she's great. She's
1: great. And to I her generic like, sound. Okay, Niall Mater.
0: <laughs> like, he's barely heard anything from her. And this wasn't, like, a fantastic song. So, he's yeah. just, she's great.
1: Yeah, I really had written down that I liked her voice a lot in the choruses. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what she was doing. No in the verses. I liked her voice a lot in the verses, but I don't know what she was doing in the chorus because I felt like she was just singing differently and
0: mm-hmm.
1: it just wasn't as good. I felt like she was trying to go like alto or something and she's definitely a soprano. Don't quote me on this. I am not a singing professional.
0: <laughs> a music major here.
1: <laughs> These are just my thoughts.
0: I didn't, notice, I didn't notice anything different between verses and the chorus. I felt like she, like even though she sang different notes, obviously, like within the song, I never felt like she was going anywhere. It always seemed like to stay on like this monotone level, like emotionally or something. I don't even know how to describe it, but I really noticed it when they sang the last song because Niall sang with her and I actually really liked Niall's voice I don't know if that's how he would naturally sing because sometimes there was a bit of a country twang and I was like, meh, meh. but I, I thought his like tone and everything was really nice. So then whenever they would sing together, I would notice like Jesse was kind of like, kind of boring listening to her, but like Niall's inflections and everything. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it, but it's just like I preferred Niall over Jesse when they sang together.
1: That's so funny because I didn't really care for Niall's voice at all. Oh, and- really? This may be, me, though, because I tend to prefer women's voices in general because mm-hmm. I like to sing along with songs. Yeah. So women's voices are easily, more easily at like a octave that makes it easy for me to sing along with them or a key or whatever. So I didn't love his voice, but I also didn't feel like his voice matched him for some reason. I don't know. That could be totally unfounded. Not well,
0: I, I kind of understand that, too. I I kind of felt that way, so then I wondered if it was really him singing, but I feel like someone told me or I read it that he actually was singing. I guess that's not like totally for sure, but I think he really was singing. I actually, I am like you. I do prefer listening to female singers more because, you know, I can't sing with it, but I do love duets or duos when it's like a male and a female voice. I really love those. So I did appreciate that they did sing together in the end Yeah, because I'm like, yes, I love that. So that was good. Also, speaking of, like, them together in their storyline. So they're obviously the two main people, but we have the third lead, which is Lucas Bryant. Yes. And he's, you know, the, he's a actual famous singer in the movie. Yep. So he's a famous singer. And then Niles' character is kind of a famous songwriter, but songwriters don't really get, you know the limelight, and then she's trying to make it in this world. So I actually saw a lot of parallels from this movie to The Mistletoe Secret. Do you remember that one, Um,
1: No, because that was the one with Kelly Pickler, wasn't it?
0: Yes, it was the one with Kelly Pickler. Okay,
1: I know you told me that this one was better than the Graceland one, but (laughs) I couldn't watch it because I'm just so irritated (laughs) with the Graceland one. So I never watched that
0: one. The Graceland one wasn't great. Kelly Pickler, she improved in this one, but I still obviously – have issues but tyler hines was in this one and you know how i feel oh, about yeah. tyler hines yeah. but the mistletoe secret has these two guy friends tyler hines and i think it's christopher russell and christopher is kind of the outgoing he has his own tv show he's the like voice and face of things and then Tyler's the behind the scenes guy who like writes things and then she's you know just a normal girl or whatever. So there was I like saw this parallel because in country at heart we have Lucas's character who's the bright star face of things and then we have Niall who's behind the scenes and then we have the girl who kind of likes the star guy but then she falls for the behind the scenes guy and that's what happens in the mistletoe secret. So I was just like, well well well. And not that country at heart, Niall and Lucas's characters were best friends because they kind of had a falling out, but they were like cordial to each other. So it was similar to me. I was just like, oh, yeah. I recognize this.
1: But oh, you know what? Now that you're saying this, I think I have seen part of this movie because she works in the restaurant, doesn't she?
0: Yeah, she works at like a diner thing.
1: Because doesn't. Tyler Hines character have an issue with the other guy. What does he do? He like schedules things to go for him to go do without any concern with whether or not he wants to do it or not. And it's like, they kind of have a butting of heads over who's really in charge since the other guy is the face. Mm -hmm. And he's the behind the scenes person. Mm -hmm. So there is kind of that conflict that existed in this country at heart
0: yeah the the mistletoe secret just didn't progress because in the country at heart there's actual like betrayal and then breaking right. apart of a friendship. They kind of headed off at the pass in the mistletoe secret where yeah. they figure things out before it goes down a divergent path. But that made me that this movie made me think of that. And then also we're gonna switch gears, but something that I questioned was the meat cute and we kind of talked about this, but she she comes up to him. Just a random stranger. He's playing his guitar. And she just comes up to him and corrects him and offers some like chord suggestion or something. And I'm like, who does that? Who goes up to somebody in public and like, you're doing that wrong. Do it this way.
1: I definitely wrote this down because, first of all, I am not musically inclined. But I was like, can people really just hear like the three notes he was playing over and over again and be like, here's your chord progression. You Mm -hmm. should try this and this. And then it be like, correct. Is this really... A talent that people have, and also you don't know this person. At least introduce yourself.
0: You know, like, "Hi, my name is blah blah blah, and I'm actually into music too. Maybe I could help you."
1: Yeah, well, and he also, I felt like the whole point of that specific meet cute was for him to be impressed with her and mm. her music knowledge.
0: Yeah, because he needs so much help to write the song.
1: Yeah, yeah. Except for her songs are. Not- <laughs>
0: Except her, her melodies are fresh, according to him, but her lyrics are passable.
1: <laughs> I know. I, I was really thrown off by that comment. I was like, why are you asking her to help you if if you're saying that her lyrics are, like, not good?
0: Yeah, he, he just needed her fresh melodies. But that makes me also think, so whenever he asks her to help him, she's like, oh, I'm taking a break from the business. Would you really say that to somebody who's obviously in the business and giving you, like, this golden opportunity right like that just after, seemed very random
1: yeah right after you came back from an audition mm-hmm. like so you're not really out of the business because you are a day removed from going to an audition
0: yeah and then you're just like oh, i'm out of the business even though this guy gave you his business card you looked him up he's legit and he wants your help and you're like me i gotta help my dad with this fall festival <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness it didn't make sense to me
1: I agree. And I actually had another problem with the logistics, too. Oh, yeah. Because there was the part where she was singing and she calls Niall Mater's character up to sing with her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Can he's only heard this song now. Her sing it once and her, like, I think they were the same song, where she was playing the song in the bar and then she sang it again later, but it was different clips of the song. Mm-hmm. But can people just get up and – I mean, I know there are people who can hear something one time and play it. But, like, do you know the lyrics to be able to sing that in front of everybody?
0: No, no. But this happens a lot in, like, music movies. So I guess that didn't totally bother me as much. Because, like, in real life, they'd have to practice and he'd have to – like, it's a whole ordeal, which you don't want to see in a movie.
1: Well, especially if you're harmonizing. I hear that harmonizing is not super – Easy. No, you
0: know? I don't think it is. He's just—he's got a golden ear. Is that a thing? He's got a golden ear. He just doesn't sing for himself. He just writes the songs for Duke Sterling. Yeah. The the countryest of country stars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but with his, you know, I feel like they dressed him though almost like they were trying to go rock with him. Like he's this hardcore mm-hmm. musician where he's got the leather jacket and the hair and you know where he's just. Too cool for the lowly people.
0: Yeah, they they made him so like their songs were like super country, you know. And then they made him like this country in between. Like he was not dressed, you know. I don't know. He had like a big belt buckle, which was their was their nod to country. Country. Yeah. Um, Speaking of his hair, though, I didn't care for it. I mean, I didn't hate it. Like it wasn't super terrible, but it still had that swoopy thing going on.
1: I agree. It it wasn't great, but...
0: But that was the worst hair in the movie, I think, and it wasn't actually terrible.
1: And it didn't look like a helmet. No. So...
0: (laughs) No, it did not. I actually liked a lot of the looks in this movie. I wouldn't mind having some of the pieces she had. Like, she had this pretty green cardigan, this red button-down, like, Maybe it's like a maroon button-down dress when she was singing. Uh So I really liked it. There was a couple of bad patterns that I didn't care for, but that's like personal, whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, you Um, posted
1: on Instagram the one that was like the blue shirt with the mm -hmm. burgundy cardigan. And I felt like I really liked the shirt with the cardigan over the top. Granted, I basically wear cardigans all the time. (laughs) So (laughs) this may be (laughs) a personal preference. But when she didn't have the cardigan on, I was like, oh, that's too much.
0: Yeah, she needed the cardigan and tone it down. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But I liked the offsetting colors, you know, where it was kind of like that tealish blue color Mm -hmm. with the burnt rust cardigan color over the top. Now, correct me if I'm wrong on any of those colors because I am colorblind. So.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're just naming off colors and then you're like, but I am colorblind.
1: (laughs) I am colorblind. So if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. (laughs) Although I will probably fight you about whether I'm actually wrong or not.
0: I, I think you're right. I think I remember that. But I just didn't like the pattern of her. I think it was this weird Paisley thing, which is like fall. So I get it. But yeah. I just didn't love it. And then speaking of fall, this movie was like explosion of fall. Yes, and it I loved was. it. I think it helped that it was a fall festival. So they needed to like up their game. But there was a ton of like pumpkins and hay stacks and like everything. And
1: background colors that were really bold. You know, like yeah. at the fall festival, there would be booths that had scarecrows on them or apples or pumpkins or whatnot. And I actually mm-hmm. really loved in the town at night when Niles walking through there before he goes to the bar. Mm-hmm. There's like this, they've obviously decorated for fall, but I couldn't really make it out because it's kind of blurred because he's the focus. But then there's these lights that go with it that make it like glowy and pretty. And I was like, Oh, I want to be in that town.
0: Yeah, it was cute, but it, ma- it made me wonder. I just thought of this. So this was the movie that they were going to show last year, and then they were going to show in the summer, and then now they've shown it. I'm just like, how are they planning on making this work as anything but a fall movie? It was like very obviously a fall movie with a fall festival. So that didn't make sense to me how they would show it oh, out yeah, of season. True.
1: Well, maybe that's why they ended up pushing it again.
0: I think I think that was a smart choice. I don't know why they wouldn't have just done that originally. It seems odd. But that's like a sidetrack. I also liked all the fall activities. So we mentioned they have the festival, but they had the bonfire. They had horse riding, which I know I guess technically isn't a fall thing, but it felt very, very yeah. fall. And they had cider twice. <laughs> I counted. I love As well, cider. Yeah. What, what are other fall drinks? I mean, besides like pumpkin spice, I guess.
1: I would say hot cocoa is probably getting into a fall drink. Mm. It's probably more of a winter, but you know, when the, when the temperatures start to dip and you want something warm, sometimes you just want a hot chocolate.
0: Get some hot chocolate. Yeah. I think that covers pretty much all my points, except I do want to give a shout out to Schitt's Creek, which I just finished and Patrick's dad, for any fans, he is in this movie as Jesse Schramm's dad yay i don't think i would have recognized him otherwise
1: yeah i noticed him because i thought oh my gosh he looks like victor garber but then i like looked him up online and i was like well he doesn't really look like victor garber (laughs) he just kind of reminded me of him because victor garber is the dad in alias and we've already covered that i i love alias Mm. so i thought oh he kind of looks like him and i automatically liked him
0: got it He, he was a good dad i liked him too
1: so I I noted this as a, like a passerby. I was wondering, does Duke just want everything that Grady has? Because like, <laughs> I don't think he would have been interested in her until he saw that Grady was interested in her.
0: Yeah, he would have like ignored her even when she was singing up on stage.
1: Yeah. And then I also loved Niall's acting when Jesse Schramm's character leaves with Duke to go like, instead of writing the song, she leaves to go work with him. Mm -hmm. like the disappointment on his face
0: he was so sad
1: yes and my last thing that i had was and we can add this to a pet peeves to talk about although i don't know if it's one of your pet peeves but it's definitely one of mine okay (laughs) they kiss at the end in front of all the people who has their very first kiss ever in front of people
0: uh that is a good question it's not on my pet peeves but yeah that is questionable
1: it just always makes me uncomfortable. I remember when bottled with love, where he has this side thing, and then like his whole family and are like standing there watching, clapping for them at, at the sister's wedding, and I'm like, this is just the weirdest thing. I don't understand why people have their first kisses <laughs> in front of a bunch of people.
0: I don't know. It is very awkward. I was gonna say, well, maybe they're because they're kind of like show people ish. So maybe they're just like in the moment. I'm gonna get some more publicity because we're gonna have a kiss and you know use this to our advantage but that happens in things when they're not show people so that is awkward.
1: That's Wouldn't all be my I've first got. pick. So what are your ratings?
0: So for the set I, I had to give it five stars mm-hmm. because if I am comparing it to the first two fall movies and even my best friend's bouquet, it like blows them out of the water. Yeah. Five stars. I agree. So way to go country at heart. And then for style I gave it four stars. I just knocked it down a little for a couple of mishappy things, you know, that I didn't care for. But four stars, still pretty good. And then storyline, I also gave it four stars just because I like music and the songwriting. And I thought, like, her festival with her family was cute. So overall, very high ratings. And then for full vibes, you know, I got to give it five pumpkins.
1: Yes, I agree with that. That is – it was definitely very full.
0: I think that, like, pushed – my feelings for it over the top.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. A whole feel of this whole movie, I felt kind of felt like home a little bit mm-hmm. where, you know, you could almost see yourself walking down the streets of this town or going to this fall festival or having apple cider with these people or like going to listen to live music at the bar. So I think that that's a good call.
0: Yeah, it was very, very cozy and like nostalgic. Like yeah. So that wraps up Country at Heart. And now Carrie think you're going to tell us about my best friend's bouquet the long name <laughs> yes
1: so the story here is that shaley rose character josie has this lore behind her in her family where they make these bouquets for their friends and family when they get married and whoever throws the bouquet whoever catches the bouquet is the next person to be married there's also a lot of people in this movie. It was almost like one of those, like, do you remember Valentine's Day where they came out with these movies with, like, like, 15 A-listers? Oh,
0: yeah. You know? Like, literally, Valentine's Day. Yes. I think that's what it's called.
1: Yes. And then there's, I think, a Mother's Day one, and there's a New Year's Eve one. There's just mm-hmm. – and there's just a ton of people. I felt like this movie had a ton of people in it.
0: Yeah, there was a lot going on.
1: And so – Shaylee is best friends with—I mean, Shaylee, Josie, I guess. <laughs> best friends with Al, Alex, Athena, and what was what was the friend's name?
0: I do not know. I don't recall. <laughs> way Whoops. to go, Carrie.
1: Way to go. But the friend is getting married to Alex, the cousin who's a cousin of his. Okay. So oh, like,
0: I didn't realize he was a cousin.
1: Yeah, he explains it in the. How did you, when he did his best man speech, he's like, "I mm-hmm. he's my cousin, blah, 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 whatever. So the friends from high school are these three girls college. and Alex. What? From college. it's from college, yeah. Three, four friends from college are Alex and the three girls. And one of the girls ended up marrying Alex's cousin. And then now one of the girls is also dating this other guy. And they They're like a group of best friends and what ends up happening is they think that Athena is going to grab the bouquet because her and her boyfriend are serious and Josie doesn't, isn't dating anyone or even looking and it turns out that Josie catches it, but Athena ends up getting engaged anyway and things just seem like the bouquet is out to get them. (laughs) So things just are not going well with the wedding planning. And one thing that I thought was interesting when I was listening to the lore part of it, where she's explaining it at lunch, I thought the lore was really cute. But -hmm. then I didn't realize that it's like, I thought the lore was of the handmade bouquets. But then I realized they're talking about everybody. They're like, oh, but it happened for this person and it happened for this person and it happened for this person. And I was like, oh. So they must be talking about in general. And I thought it was originally just the ones that are made by the family.
0: Well, the people they mentioned, though, weren't they friends? So it could have been handmade.
1: But but the way that they mentioned it, I almost felt like it was like this person over here saying this one and this person over here. Like maybe they didn't know each other, but Mm -hmm. maybe maybe she ended up making them for everybody.
0: Maybe. I don't don't know.
1: know. So I didn't love that when I was like, wait a second. If it had just been the ones that her family made, I would have liked the lore itself better. But opening it up to that, I was like, oh, or maybe they just should have explained it better. Where, you know, Mm. like she should have said, well, you know, Josie made this bouquet for blah, blah, blah. And the next person, whatever, you know? Yeah. I also, at the wedding, when she catches the bouquet, I really liked the bridesmaids' dresses. I felt like... A lot of the colors were fall colors in the clothes mm-hmm. and stuff like that, even though this movie did not really feel fall.
0: No. Mm-mm.
1: But the coloring of the outfits were definitely fall. These deep reds, orange, purples, those kinds of deep, fally kind of colors.
0: I agree. And um, I like that dress a lot, too, because it, it actually, I like, feel like this is a very popular bridesmaid style because I had a dress like that, but in blue. Yeah. For, as a bridesmaid.
1: <laughs> I think it is too. And I also noticed that I liked her job. It was not the quintessential hallmark. I own a bakery. I'm mm-hmm. this, I'm that, and blah, blah, blah. You know, like my business is failing. Whatever. I mean, technically she needed sponsorship. So that was questionable. But like the fact that it was a nonprofit helping kids with the school and she was the founder of this nonprofit, I felt like was really a unique take for Hallmark to take. I can't remember another one that was similar to that.
0: I felt the same way. Like when she said her job, I was like, oh man, that's so cool. And I like immediately wrote it down. And I don't know that she was exactly struggling, but a sponsor was just helpful.
1: Well, they said if they didn't get funding from somewhere, they were going to have to quit having so many tutors. So I don't think it was going to fail the business. It was just going to cut back Mm, their ability to help kids.
0: Hey guys, we're back for another Getting to Know Us segment about fall. So Carrie, today I want to know, what is your favorite fall activity?
1: My favorite fall activity is making apple butter with my mom. So we go all out, and we have done this now for probably five years in a row, where we buy like a bushel of apples and we peel them and core them and slice them. And then we make apple butter in the crock pot and then we can them for Christmas gifts. And
0: Wow, that's like a hit fall activity. That's like a throwback to a time gone by.
1: I know. And I kind of love that kind of a thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like very nostalgic yes. and traditional.
1: Yes. And you end up with something that you can give to somebody else, which is something that I love as well.
0: I like it. I like it a lot.
1: What about you? What's your favorite fall activity?
0: I don't know that this is strictly f- fall, but the decorating for fall
1: uh, is my favorite activity. De- <laughs> you do love the decorating. I just sure. love
0: it. I love all the cute fall things, like all the little woodland animals, all the little pumpkins, the fall flowers. It just very. It makes me very happy and just gets me in the mood for the season.
1: Yeah, I. I like that too. I didn't. I don't really decorate for the fall, mm-hmm. but you have inspired me because I did make those string lights. You with did fall fabrics and stuff. So
0: that's one of my favorite things to do.
1: And I love the lights at Christmas. So it's like extending your time with lights.
0: Yes, twinkly lights are the best. Okay. <laughs>
1: I will say I did have some problems with the television in this one right at the like the part of the story that you're there to see, which is her catching the bouquet instead of her friends. It like paused and then jumped and like was very blurry and it was just an interesting place for there to be problems. And you had yeah. those problems too, correct?
0: Yep. It was very unfortunate.
1: Yeah. I didn't. I did go back and look at the Hallmark Channel app though. And it didn't do that there. So I don't know if our area just had internet problems.
0: Yeah, because it was like raining and storming.
1: Yeah. But it was not the best time for that to happen.
0: No, it was bad timing. Just bad timing.
1: So I was was really surprised by Athena. Like, she's like, oh, I want to wait until I'm out of college, done with college to, you know, get engaged and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, she's getting married like two months later. Yeah, and I was like, "Do you really need to get married two months later? Why didn't you put it, set it for a year out or something?" That was so. Well, I think
0: that had to do with like the mom.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't following that initially. I was like, I feel like most of the problems that she had with the mom were because she didn't even try to say anything. She's just like, "Okay," and just is uncomfortable about it and telling her friends that she doesn't like it, but not at all willing to say anything to the mom.
0: And her her would-be mother-in-law wasn't like this terrible, like, mean, stuck-up person. Like, she was very nice. She's like, I'll pay for the wedding. Like, you don't have to worry about anything. She seemed very accommodating.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think of the aunt from Marrying Mr. Darcy.
0: That's who I was thinking of.
1: (laughs) And they're, like, two completely different people. Like, Mm -hmm. although they do look similar. Are they the same actress? (laughs)
0: No, I don't think that. Okay,
1: there, no. <laughs> I was just realizing that that they kind of looked alike, but I I felt like in that movie the aunt was like, "You have to do what we want you to do. You have to." Oh, it's expected that all these people are invited, and I don't care. Yeah. And she tried to voice her opinion, but this mom was just. I think if she would have said, "I want to wait," the mom would have been like, "Oh, okay. Well, that gives us more time to plan it."
0: <laughs> yeah, and like the aunt in marrying Mister Darcy was also just my ideas are superior to yours. Like there's only one right way and this is the right way. Whereas this girl's mother-in-law would be, you know, she wasn't that way. She's just like, I think this will be really nice, you know, but that's like a a sideline uh, story.
1: I agree. Yeah, it definitely was a sideline story, but they actually made it more of a story. I felt like than definitely than the other girl who got married at the beginning. And they're like, oh, you should you should start a wedding planning business. And then she's like, oh, I don't know. And then all of a sudden at the end, she's like, I'm a wedding planner. Yeah. <laughs> that was so like oddly. I mean, they they dropped the thing at the beginning where they said that she was wait, trying to figure out after the wedding, she was going to figure out what, what her next move was going to be. Mm-hmm. But I didn't catch it the first time. Only when I went back to watch to see if the Hallmark Channel skipped or not. I was like, "Oh, that makes the rest of it make more sense." So they kind of like dropped these things in. I felt yeah, like
0: I feel back. I just feel like she didn't get a lot of storyline attention. Like she dropped off the movie for a bit, and I was like, "Oh, maybe this is like their honeymoon," so she's not there to talk because Shaley Rose's character Josie and Athena they're like roommates. Yeah, and I don't know if the third girl was a roommate with them, but there was more like interaction between. Josie and Athena.
1: Yeah, I agree. And to talk more about dresses, I have an issue with Hallmark movies, specifically for their wedding dresses. Sometimes I feel like they don't put a ton of effort into making sure that the dress looks good on the bride, or Mm -hmm. that it fits properly. And I really felt like the first bride, her dress was fine, and it was, it was fine fitting. It probably wasn't perfect fitting, but it was fine. But the dresses that they tried on at the bridal store were like the most generic boring dresses that did I mean, they were at a store trying them on. So of course maybe that's what they were going for. They didn't fit, but I was like, but then Shaylee Rose puts on her dress mm-hmm. and it's like this gorgeous dress, which there was one little part that I didn't love, but the rest of it I thought was gorgeous on her and yeah. it fit like perfect. And I was like, are they trying to make this this way? Like making a point that like, Athena's wedding isn't going to (laughs) happen.
0: I think that is the point they were making.
1: Yeah. I just didn't love it. I just have issues with their wedding dresses in general. Then also on the clothes side of things, they had the autumn colors in the clothes, but I thought it was really interesting. I questioned whether it was actually autumn or not, because when they went out to dinner, the four of them, Josie and Alex and their prospective people that they're dating, Shaylee Rose's dress definitely looked like a springtime dress to me yeah and then the next scene she's like wearing a turtleneck so I was like wait a second but maybe she put on a coat so it made it more fall and she was able to take the coat off at the restaurant I just thought that was really interesting that it wasn't like we're saying it's fall and we're wearing her turtlenecks but then we're not putting her in like a fall kind of dress
0: yeah I think their nod nod to fall is also all the scarves they gave her
1: oh yeah that is true. I didn't I didn't write that down, but there there were a lot of scarves. And then the last thing that I had about the dresses was at the end of the movie, when she gets married, they have – I think, again, she looked great in that dress. But the bridesmaids' dresses were, like, Terrible. red. Oh. And – They were orange.
0: They were orange. Colorblind. Yeah. So you didn't like them because they were red?
1: No, I didn't like them. I just didn't like them in general, and I really hated the little shawl thing. That they had, like, this little piece of fabric that doesn't do anything that you just have to carry around for the whole time because it's part of the dress. I was – I don't like that in general.
0: See, I didn't like – I don't like that high halter top style. Uh So I just – I don't think that's flattering. So I didn't think they looked very good in them.
1: Yeah. I just didn't – I didn't care for them in general, and I don't like the fabric either.
0: But I think that's, like, typical bridesmaid dress material.
1: And I didn't like her shrug either at the end while they're when they're dancing.
0: No, I didn't like that either. It
1: was ill-fitting, and I didn't think it looked good.
0: Did you mention that you – I love her hair.
1: I do love her hair. You love her hair too.
0: I love her hair because it's – well, first of all, I have curly hair. So I love when one of the girls have curly hair, which doesn't happen that often. And I forgot to mention yeah. in Country at Heart, but I liked her friend's curly hair. Yeah. But I noticed in this movie something I really loved – was all the different hairstyles that she had. Yeah, she did like,
1: wear it a lot of different ways.
0: Yeah, I feel like normally they don't mix it up very much for the girls. Mm-hmm. It's like it's down. They might pull one side back, or they might pull both sides back. But very rarely do they do anything besides that. And she had like half up, half down with a. Or she had a bun. She had like two buns. She had picked it like she had a whole thing.
1: Yeah, I liked her hair a lot, and it's really pretty. I have curly hair also. And when people have really beautiful, like, long, curly hair, I'm always really jealous because my hair will not grow out curly. Mm -hmm. It's like – it grows, and it will be, like, down to my elbows straight, but then it, like, curls back up to my collarbones.
0: (laughs) Some people have all the luck. I know. So this is a random tangent. So the main guy, Alex, he has a beard. Yes. Which which is fine. And I'm pretty sure it was real. I'm not saying it's not real, but it made me think – have you seen those videos where they have a guy who is clean-shaven, and I guess he, like, can't grow a beard? So then they put some kind of glue thing or something, and then they put these, like, Brillo pad-looking things on his face. Then they glue on hair, quote-unquote, onto the guy's face, and then they, like, shape it with the clippers to make it look like a real beard. That That's what it made me think of.
1: <laughs> I didn't love his beard. I liked the other guy. will also had facial. Oh hair. yeah,
0: the guys that she thought she was gonna love.
1: I I liked his better if I'm yeah
0: fair. I, I think it, it suited him more. yeah but yeah that was just my random random note about the beard. Not saying his was fake or anything like that just just made me think of that.
1: <laughs> One thing that I did not love was mm-hmm. when he was about to tell her that he wants to be with her and she cut him off to talk about herself after asking him about him. She just interrupts him and is like, Oh, but you know, blah, 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 me and me and Will and me and Bill. And I was like, I know that what they're trying to do, they're kind of extend out the movie. You know, you've always got that part where somebody wants to tell the other one, but then they overhear something from someone else or they make this assumption about something. And then it becomes this conflict. You've got to have the conflict. But I was like, that was really rude. Like, you asked your friend about him, and then you cut him off to talk about yourself.
0: Well, she does talk a lot.
1: She does talk a lot.
0: She's the leader in that relationship.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought that the story in general was a fine story. I enjoyed parts of it. I thought the movie was really cute. Mm -hmm. But it just, it wasn't my favorite movie. I think that I liked Country at Heart better, just because I liked the storyline of the country at heart better. But I think that Shaylee Rose is a good actress. I think she did a good job in the role. And I think the supporting people were good. And I also liked how diverse the cast was. I actually originally, when I saw the previews, I had completely forgotten about Athena and her boyfriend even being in this. And I thought that this was a like a fully person of color cast. Um, mm-hmm. So I really liked how diverse they're, their group is i've like i in atlanta my group of friends was super diverse too so i really enjoyed like that dynamic in the storyline
0: yeah it was good and like her assistant and the ceo who came in with his company to sponsor her like they were people of color so it was yeah it was nice
1: yeah i really appreciated it all around for that aspect
0: well, I was going to comment on Well, first of all, I was jealous or envious of these college friends. Like, who makes best friends in college for people and then manage to work and live together or near each other years after you graduate. I feel like that's very rare that you get to live and work by your best friends.
1: Yeah. I I'm like the the my friends will tell you that I have had, like, the same best friends for a really long time. I still talk to a lot of people. I was just... The last wedding I was in was for a girl that I met in middle school. And I had several... Like, my, one of my best friends is I, someone I met. She moved here from Guyana and um, in, like, our junior year. Well, her junior year, my my sophomore year. And we've been best friends ever since. And then, like, one of my other best friends is from when I was 10... So like I have these friends, but the difference is, is they're not, we're not all friends together. Like, it's not like we're all from the same college Mm -hmm. and then we just keep in touch and we live close to each other. We, uh, all of my friends, I accumulate as I've gone through life and then like my friends become my friends with my other friends. But it's not like we were a group of people who met in a certain scenario and then stayed friends. Right. But... I agree because now, you know, I've moved. and Then um, my group of friends from college, one still lives in Atlanta. I live in North Carolina and then the other one lives in Portland
0: now. Yeah. Very spread out. Yeah. Yeah. And my friends – so I'm obviously North Carolina too and then I've one in Oklahoma and like two in Kansas, but they don't get to see each other much because they're on like opposite sides of Kansas. <laughs> so very spread out. So I appreciated and was jealous – of these friends. I'm like, well, how lucky are you? Yeah. <laughs> um. I also – I don't know if you noticed this, but I thought there was some awkward camera angles where like they would have, be having a conversation with somebody and the camera would be looking straight on to one person like it was just that person there mm-hmm. and then it would switch to looking straight on at the other person like it was just that person talking there. And then sometimes they would pull back and be like, "Oh, yeah, these people are together in the same room." But I wondered, like it felt very awkward, and I wondered if it was a COVID-related thing cuz this was shot during COVID. So, I was like, "This is awkward." Yeah. I don't Did you notice anything like that? I
1: didn't notice that. I'm really usually sensitive to There was became a more common shooting style of like almost like the Blair Witch where somebody's like holding a camera. And you see it moving and like they're moving with the people. And it's like this almost like a videography, like we're documentary, we're we're catching it as you're doing it. And I hate Mm -hmm. that filming style. Like I want my things to be professional. So I didn't notice that. And that's usually where I notice things. But I think it's an interesting point about COVID.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I don't know if it's true because they did do shots where they were like together. But if maybe so they wouldn't be together for so long. They did reach, I don't know. It just, it just felt awkward. And then they had more shots in the beginning when they did location shots to set up where they were. I felt like they were very, they didn't mesh well. Like one moment we're in the mountains, then we're in the small town, then we're in a field. Then Like they had so many natural geographic features. I'm like, this can't all be in the same place. Where are we? I don't even know. And it was just very green Like, you might go over this, but it just did not feel very fall because it was so green. And then there was a point where she pulled out wedding magazines and they were like, fall wedding trends. And don't they normally release stuff like that a few months in advance to prepare you? Because, you know, the seasons and fashion are always ahead. Yeah. So I'm like, so we're not in fall if we're talking about fall wedding trends. And then saying that her wedding's in fall in two months, I don't know. It felt like maybe we're in late August, like late summer or something.
1: Well, and I don't know about when they release, but perhaps they do release in the season that you're actually in, but like for a year out. So they wouldn't – if I got engaged in August, right, I'm there mm-hmm. might be a magazine out that's fall related, but I wouldn't anticipate that I would be getting married in the fall of that this year. This fall. But I might be planning my wedding for fall of next year.
0: Yeah. I just thought it was odd. And I just picked up on it because I'm like, this movie doesn't feel like fall. Yeah. And then the last thing that I wanted to say was I did think there was a cute bit of magic at the end with the letter. Oh, yeah. And the wind. So I was like, oh, that's kind of sweet. Yeah. Because we haven't seen any real, like, quote, unquote, magic in any of these movies so far. Not that Hallmark goes full on magic unless it's, like, Good Witch or whatever, but – I just thought that was nice.
1: Well, and I find it interesting. Here's my logical side and my critical thinking side. He never sealed that envelope. She gets it and it's unsealed.
0: Yeah, I did notice the unsealed thing. I was like, that doesn't seem right."
1: My brother works for the <laughs> post office, and I can tell you from the stories that I have heard, <laughs> that's not a good idea.
0: But maybe we'll be reading your thing. stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, or it gets stuck in a machine, you know, they're sorting them through a machine and maybe they, he has gone to clean out a machine that no one has cleaned out for months. And there are like, hundreds of cards and stuff like that stuck inside of a machine. So I just think So she's
0: lucky. So I guess that's a, just an extra bit of magic. Yes. That Miss not gets stuck at the post office.
1: <laughs> and she got it exactly at the time of his go away party.
0: Oh, that was another thing I thought was interesting, that he addressed it to her job's address and not her home address. Yeah, I
1: thought that was interesting too. I did want to say one more thing. They premiered Jingle Bell Bride. Oh, yes. And I thought that that was so fitting for this movie because it's a bouquet. And she's going to look for a specific flower for a wedding bouquet.
0: So for once, their Christmas previews seemed relevant to the movie that they're – premiering yeah during. Yep. I didn't even make that connection, but that's good.
1: Yeah. I and it looked cute. It did look movie. cute. And it seemed more bridal to me because you know when we talked about it initially, I was like, why is this called Jingle Bell Bride? The Jingle Bell, I think, is also the name of the flower.
0: I think you're right. Um and then also, just we're just gonna comment on this preview. She makes the comment about is that sign right? It says there's only 112 people. He's like, Yep. But you know in this movie there's going to be, like, some kind of – well, there's already, like, this princess, festival thing. Like, there's going to be all these activities. I'm like, I feel like a town of 112 doesn't – like, I'm sure they're a tight community, but I feel like this is a lot and a lot of money for to put up just for, like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? For events and things.
1: Well, I would think maybe they have this festival thing or whatever built around this one thing, and it is their income for basically the whole year.
0: Because 112
1: people probably doesn't make a lot of, like, you're not getting tourist stuff year-round, especially not in Alaska. So maybe that's why.
0: That makes more sense. Okay. That's the Jingle Bell Bride tangent. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about it more once we actually watch it. Yep.
1: So my scores that I gave, the set I gave a four. I really loved her apartment. I thought it was really cute. And a lot of the places, even though they didn't really go together, I actually did like the way they looked. Like, I liked the look of the park. And I liked mm. the place where the engagement party was for Athena. The winery. Yeah. So there were a lot of places that I liked, aesthetically liked them. Even if they weren't super fall, I still thought they were pretty. The style, I gave a four, mostly because I did like the outfits, that they had a lot of the time. I loved her bride's dre- her bridesmaid's dress. I loved her wedding dress. Didn't love the bridesmaid's dress at the end. But I think that that's why I knocked it down a little bit. But mm-hmm. I felt like also the set is the the style. The clothes that they were wearing was the only place that they brought the fall in, I felt like. Yeah. So I kind of liked it more for that as well.
0: I agree. A four is pretty good. I gave it a four too.
1: And then I liked the storyline, but I didn't love the storyline. So I gave the storyline a three, but it was a cute story, but it wasn't. It was cute.
0: I, like, at least they knew each other for a while before they fell in love. That's It true. wasn't like a an insta-love type deal. Yeah.
1: And then for fall, I gave it one pumpkin.
0: Sounds about right.
1: <laughs> because there wasn't any fall.
0: Well, one pumpkin, that is on par with Look Lodge and Daisy Hills. So that's not good company to keep.
1: Yeah. Well, and I felt like the name is not a fall name. My Best Friend's Bouquet is a spring or summer
0: movie. Yeah, it's definitely whenever they do their wedding season movies. Yep. That's what it would fall into.
1: So I didn't love that. And in general, it just really wasn't. I don't remember them really doing anything fall.
0: No, the only fall activity, I mean, I could say cornhole. Because you could do that like at football games and tailgating, which is kind of fall. And then I think there was one – I feel like I wrote down one instance where they had cider, but maybe that is incorrect. No, they did have cider one time. Well, was the cornhole – were they
1: actually playing cornhole, or was it just the conversation about how much she loves cornhole?
0: No, they actually played cornhole. Well, I guess I – They were tossing those little beanbag thingies.
1: I guess I wasn't paying attention to what was happening. I was just listening at that point in time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Shame on you, Carrie. Shame. And then they did sit outside to watch a movie, but I don't know that that's strictly a fall thing. I feel like that's kind of a summer thing.
1: No, I, I would agree. I think generally speaking, fall is probably in a lot of places getting too cool to do that, even though, you know, my my movie, it's Christmas Eve. They were doing it in the wintertime. But yeah. I think – At least they had
0: blankets there, though, in that movie. They had blankets yeah. on, in their chairs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's where I fall, the fall category. <laughs> fall.
0: <laughs> okay. So – Next time, we will be talking about some Halloween movies that we love and that are family friendly because Carrie and I don't watch scary movies.
1: Well, that's not exactly true.
0: Uh, I don't watch scary movies.
1: (laughs) I watch some scary movie. I'm not watching Saw ever. And I don't like horror movies that happen now, but I can get down with some of the older horror movies. Oh, dear. That are not as, like, realistic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that is something to look forward to next time. All the Halloween movies. Yep.
1: yep.
0: So subscribe to
1: the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes released. And if you're on Apple Podcast, we'd love it if you leave us a review. Apparently those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen. And our social media. Yes.
0: Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye.